A few weeks ago, I reviewed an anthology series called Soul City that premiered on the Topic streaming service. I got a chance to talk to the directors of the series, Kudi and Chike, uh, a little bit about the origins of the series, as well as um, if they have any further ideas and how they went about exploring these ideas. And I hope you enjoy that interview. Thank you very much. When did you first come on to uh, Soul City as directors? Well, this is Cooley talking. Um, was Soul City was uh, really like a, a few ideas that uh, that we had that came from Chike uh, Chike Head. Like he he dreamed about Pillow Shop. Woke up with a dream about somebody killing uh, in their sleep through a pillow, <laughs> and we just started banging out that idea and. Uh, and um and then you know we like real spiritual spiritual people so like everything happened the way it's supposed to happen for us to get to this moment right now to have a a a short series on topic so chica you can explain the other two yeah so you know we we've been sitting on these stories we've expressed these stories in different ways but never thought about them together and then uh we had the pleasure of meeting archie rosenberg um at a conference at hbo and and developed a relationship with her and a few you know years so after meeting her she came to us her and Jess Jacobs they started a production company Invisible Pictures and they came to us with the opportunity um to walk us into topics and you know we're like do you guys have any any episodic stuff that we can that we can pitch to them and so then you know collectively we came up with this idea of taking these stories that we already had and you know putting them into this anthology and finding a, a through line, a way that they can make sense and work. And so it really was, you know, Audrey and Jess wanting to work with us and, and then believing in us enough to utilize their relationship and walking us in there. And Mona Panchal at Topics really loving what we pitched to her and championing us through Topic as they're em- embarking on uh you know, a new a new version of, of uh, because they weren't VOD at the time, so this was one of the projects to launch their VOD service. Yep, and then too also, um, so you know, just everything happened for 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 a reason, and and the fact of you know us being music video directors first, and then we started doing documentaries uh, second, so we became music video directors, then we became documentary directors. But we have a screenplay that we've been working on called Southside, uh, based off of the 30 for 30 binge that we did, that we've been trying to get off the ground, and also other projects that came in, uh, scripted narratives that would come in to us. We would never get the project because we was considered first-time directors. So at the same time, when we meet Audrey, we're trying to figure out how we can, you know, raise money or do something so we can do our own shorts so we can prove that we can do this, you know, uh, it's feel like, uh, we just feel like we're, we're storytellers. We're not, you know, we directors of course, but we also, we storytellers. So even in our, in our music videos, we tell stories and our docs, we tell stories. So, you know, we just needed that to, to prove who we were and mm-hmm. this God just aligned everything for us to be able to, to do that. And, and thank God for Jess and Audrey and Topic for giving us the opportunity. I think the setting of New Orleans is such an important part of each of these stories. Was that something that was a part of 
these stories from the beginning, or was it something that just evolved out of considering these stories once you were in a position to be able to tell them? Uh, yeah, definitely. Was once we're in a position where we could tell them, that's when we factored. Like, Pillow Shop wasn't necessarily, wasn't written initially to be told in, in New Orleans. Um, but Give Man and Grace were always were always um, contained in New Orleans. So I guess it's a combination of the two. Mm-hmm. But had we had an experience somewhere else, we could have, we would have ended up. Give Man, we wouldn't have because it was very specific to New Orleans and New Orleans culture. Mm-hmm. But um, in Grace as well, but Pillow Shop, we, Pillow Shop at once was set in like, you know, the dreams took place in a villa in, in Italy. And so it was a much bigger uh, concept. Yeah, I wouldn't say a bigger concept, but I have to say it was it was expanded to 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 be you know global. Yeah, and not for nothing, CK, you know, was born and raised in New Orleans, and I'm born and raised Chicago, so we always been looking to tell stories from from the city that we that we were born and raised in, and and it, you know these are the things that CK was looking forward to, to telling. Yeah. yeah, it's like a goal of ours. It's kind of like how Mark Wahlberg does. For um for for Boston, I believe it is. Yeah. And we love to do those same things in our city. There's just so many amazing, you know, growing up where I grew up in New Orleans, I saw these stories from off the porch. So it's like and these are stories that I that when I do see how New Orleans is represented in the mainstream, they never show this side of New Orleans. I mean you hear about Mardi Gras, but you really have no idea the root behind Mardi Gras. And if you did, you would look at Mardi Gras completely different. Not saying you still might not enjoy it, you still would probably enjoy it because it's a fun time. But it's it's one of the most like it's one of the most fun, disturbing things ever. <laughs> like that, <laughs> you know. If you really knew, you know, what I'm saying so being able to expose these sort of stories, not to take away from anything, but it's just good to know what you're celebrating. It's good to know the customs behind things so that you can. You, when you do decide to participate in it, you really, you really, you're not ignorant to what you're participating in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Was there any particular uh, genre influences that you took in when it came to uh, coming up with deep uh, developing these stories further? I def this this definitely felt like uh, very much in the same vein of Twilight Zone. To me, but were there any other uh, genre inspirations? Oh uh, yeah, no, hundred percent. Amazing story, amazing stories for sure. Mixed with Twilight Zone, one of the things that we love about amazing stories is sort of they. It's it's a different type of horror. It's not necessarily a, a here you have you make you have bad dreams horror. Mm-hmm. It's psychological. It's the type of thing that's gonna leave you with it, like a a moral nugget, a lesson. Yeah. You know, your protagonist is faced with a dilemma. And out of that, out of that, he is going to learn or not learn. But the audience can take away something from it that they maybe can, you know, add to their life. So that's what was very interesting, you know. And obviously, music. We we looked at so much stuff for reference. Um, Twilight Zone, the black and white on Grace, and the shots within, like the cinematography, was heavily inspired by Twilight Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. And 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 although although we had the concepts, a lot of the concepts before. Uh, get out, uh, Jordan Peele, um, but Jordan Peele definitely opened the door for 
for this for mm-hmm. this to happen. You know him and uh, you know just yeah. definitely for our culture. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, do you guys have? And even, and even dig into black cinema, like even understanding, look at the, there's been there's been black horror films such as Ganja mm-hmm. and Hess in the past, and really doing a deep dive to just understanding the history of like of black horror. And it's been so, and it's a huge, like, if you really look at that, it's like from a psychological way, it, it's only beginning. Like, black horror is just really taking off. You know, and there's so many reasons why it hasn't. But it's a beautiful time right now for it to be able to express uh, stories from black culture. Just because, like, just the way that we got here was pretty horrific. You know what I mean? So, and I think um, the lack of, like, therapy that we've gotten within our culture. We're not a culture that goes to therapy and does the, you know, but now these things are rearing its head because we're dealing with a lot of post-traumatic disorders and stuff within the community. So I think being able to feel comfortable now, it's like a certain vulnerability that you have to have to even be able to express your stories within the genre. You know, it's okay to watch yeah. the genre express within other cultures, but now when you want to, now when you want to expose your own sort of darkness within your own culture it, that's very that's a vulnerable place to be in so i think we're just getting there now to be able to feel comfortable expressing some of these things and some of it is therapeutic as well because some of the stuff are, are cycles that need to be broken within the culture but you can't break those cycles if you don't even know they exist mm-hmm. when once you uh, started filming these stories were there any particular challenges that came up in uh, realizing the visions that you guys had for it Yeah, budget. <laughs> you know, you always get this, this. You just have your wish list of where you want to shoot, what you want to shoot, scenes that you want to shoot. So I think, it, and I think that's going to be, and just in, that's just filmmaking in general. So you know, we were constrained a lot through the through the budget to be able to probably execute it at all the way through. But but we were able to, uh, although we had to compromise, the compromise still we were still happy when we were able to, mm-hmm. you know, substitute or, or, but yeah, or just, yeah, and or just to have like one day to shoot an entire, like something that would yeah. take four or five days. We had one day to shoot. So we were really, <laughs> we were really, yeah. really you know, they had time to really think we had to just move. Yeah. And the thing about it in filmmaking is like, we can talk to, to you about this in retrospect, but at the end of the day, your viewer, one, doesn't care about that, and two, they don't know that. So they mm-hmm. just see a finished product. They have no clue to, like, what your budget was and what you went. And they don't care. At the end of the day, they just want right. to see a good story. You know? And I get it. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have any further stories that you guys are interested in telling within this uh, genre and within this series going forward? Yeah, 100%. I mean, we've developed Soul City out to be franchised. So, you know, those three episodes we look at as just really just a pilot mm-hmm. for what we want to do. We would love to express them like as longer episodes with them entire seasons and the entire season take place in different cities, you know, starting in New Orleans and then going to Chicago, then moving over to Detroit, LA, and then maybe globally. But um, so there's a bigger play for this Soul City and, and hopefully we can do it over at, at topics if the response is, is, is warranted. Yeah, I definitely hope so too. I really enjoyed this uh, first 
first trilogy of uh, stories that you guys came up with? Uh, I appreciate that. And I think, too, because of, like, our spiritual background and, and we are really, like, the genre of horror, the genre of sci-fi, but, like, grounded in reality, mm-hmm. it's one that we're, we're really excited about uh, writing in and, de- and developing more projects in. And we have a couple of, of things that uh, we've been working on, um, ideas in development now. So you'll definitely see more projects from us within this space. And everything that we do within the space will still be tied down and contextualized by, you know, based on factuals, based, inspired by factual events. We want to use all these things to, at the end of the day. Every, we believe it's our responsibility through our work to be able to further educate and inform people about what's going on, you know, yeah. in a positive way. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much. I think that's all for me today. So I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Thank you. It's been great. Mm Mm-hmm.